welcome back to another episode of High School Not Too Much Musical. Sadly, this is our last episode in the three-part series with Miss Larson, who is an educator who taught science for many years and now continues to inspire and educate and motivate kids to become our future leaders. Thank you and hope you like it. This is High School Not So Much a Musical, a podcast that takes you on a ride through the peaks and valleys of a high school journey. Here are your presenters, Nitin Jalodanki and Ayush Agarwal. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Like, um, like investing your time in the correct thing. Like, I know people in my school, like, they'll go and just take a class just because it's like an AP class and they'll get more credits, even though it actually, like, is of no benefit. Like, I know people, like, they have no artistic skills and they'll go and take AP 2D art because um, it's like an AP, but, like, and they could actually be taking, like, a good elective, for example, that would actually benefit them and do something that they want. Like, um, uh, I, I don't really, I, I really like bio, biology and like combining it with uh, like engineering and technology, but I'm still taking an, uh, I'm still taking AP economics this year because I know it's still going to benefit me in some way in the future because I believe that business will be, will, will, will be really important in the future. But like, just like um, making sure you invest your time in something that's actually going to benefit you is really important. I feel like a lot of high schoolers can benefit from that instead of just taking as many AP classes as they can when they're never going to use half the information they learn. Right. And, you know, Rishi, I'm, I'm hearing you like, oh, I'm taking economics. Let me tell you, if you have, if you pursue biology and uh, engineering and things like that, you having business skills, this is what you're going to know. You're going to know your value. That's a business skill. What is my time worth? What am I worth to this company? How can I be compensated according to my value, right? You learn that in economics because some people are grossly underpaid for what they do because they don't understand their value. You know, um, maybe their boss gets paid $600 an hour to do something and they're doing all the prep work, all the setup, all, everything that makes their $600 an hour possible, right? And they're getting paid 20 bucks an hour. And I'm thinking like, okay, ask for what you're worth because without you doing your job, he's not or she's not making $600 an hour. You know, and so understanding economics, especially like you guys were talking about, you listen to Freakonomics, just because two things happen simultaneously, you know, they're not connected. Right. So I, that's what that was one of the like great takeaways from that book. Oh, just because, you know, the rise in temperatures also causes the rise in sales of such and such doesn't mean that they are related. Right. They correlate on a graph, but is one causing the other, you know? And and that's, um, I mean, that's really important to understand because in this day and age, you understand business, you have a good skill set. A lot of people are starting their own business. A lot of startups out there, especially now with all this uncertainty, do I wanna work for, you know, a big company that just had to downsize because the pandemic, uh, you know, had an economic downturn on them? Maybe if I start my own business, I have a little more control 
on, uh, you know, where my future is going. What, you know, you, you start to look at what are the trends? Do I want to go with that trend or do I want to have, you know, change paths, right? Where if you're part of a big business, you don't have that option. But if you start your own, you, you know, you're a lot more, you're a lot more true to yourself um, and you can use your skill set most effectively once you know where you want to go. I really like the topic of passion because I feel like a lot of high schoolers, as Rishi mentioned, they're kind of taking classes or participating in activities for the sake of it. Like somebody might have told them, oh, debate looks good on college apps, so they'll go out and like get really good at debate or whatever. But they are not able to figure out what they're truly passionate about and then specifically like excel in that area. So um, could you talk about or give some advice to high schoolers on how exactly they can figure out what they're truly passionate about, how they can utilize, you know, trying different things at an early age to figure out what they're good at, not just what they're good at, but also what they really love and what they really enjoy. Sure, so um, yeah, let's say, well, let me back up there. So kids are, yeah, kids are padding their, their college apps and they're doing things that they hope they they are doing it so it looks good, but they hope never to be doing that as a career, right? Um, that time is time that could be used finding your passion. And I honestly believe that your passion is what do you think about when nobody else is making you think something specific. So when you're not in class and you don't have to be following the lesson, when you are not on the playing field, when you are not at an activity, when you are not uh, in, you know, engaged in an activity that somebody else has you taking part in. That could be everything from you know a family gathering to uh, an extracurricular to an academic thing. What do you think about when you're all by yourself, you know, because some people love numbers and they think about numbers and some people love art and they think about what they would create. And some people, um, you know, they love science and they love going out in nature and they like taking hikes. And, oh, I know I can name all these different kinds of trees, right? So like, what are you passionate about? Okay, great. Now add your skill set. Well, what are you good at? Well, if you're really good at making very close observations and you're also passionate about nature, right? Now you've got sort of, if you think about the Venn diagram, right? Well, what's in the middle of that? Something that I love to do and something that I'm good at. And the last piece, you got to add a third circle in your Venn diagram. How is it of value? Because if you are so passionate about it and your skill set brings you there, how does it add value to the world? Because a lot of kids will say, oh, well, <laughs> when I can think about anything I want, you know, all I think about is video games. Okay. And maybe you have a great skill set for playing video games. But how does that add value to the world? Is it something you could make a career? Because if it is, figure out how to do that. You'll be good at it, you'll be passionate about it, and you will be of service to others. 
But if it's not of service to others, have your passion, right? Have your skill set, but find a way to be of service because there, there will be something that you love to do that adds value to other people's lives. That's called your career path, right? And if getting, um, you know, I'm not saying never go out for debate club. If you really think you want to be a lawyer someday, debate club is great for you. You should definitely go and do that. Um, but if you don't like to argue, you might find something else truer to yourself. Will that keep you from getting into, uh, I don't know, Harvard? Maybe, but maybe if you don't want to be a Harvard-trained lawyer, it doesn't matter that you don't have debate club on your application because that's not your path. People get real hung up on that. You know, you want to go to a quality school, but that quality school opens one door. And once you get through that door, you have to prove yourself. Like nobody cares that you have a piece of paper from an Ivy League or a highly regarded school if you can't do your job with proficiency. If you don't continue to learn and get better and add value to whatever company you join, nobody cares where you went to school, right? You wanna get a great education but you need to really, not microscopically, but you really want to pare down like, yeah, but what am I passionate about, right? Because that's going to make a difference. And I, I saw a lot, of, um, a lot of students, they were headed in the path of doing what their parents did because that's what their parents wanted them to do. And you could just see they either didn't have the personality or the temperament for it they didn't have the the passion or the interest and they were going to be stressed out and unhappy for themselves in an effort to make somebody else happy and that I thought was such a shame because we all want to do well in whatever path we choose and we all want to achieve excellence in the thing that we're passionate about but that's just, that's self-discovery. That's a journey of, and that's the kind of things, uh, to go back to my book, that's the kind of things that you start to hammer out when you start doing these little chapters. Because each chapter is followed by a bunch of questions. And the questions are, you know, really, it's not meant to be shared. It's not a group activity. You're going to read this, read these questions. And when you start answering them honestly with nobody else looking over your shoulder, nobody's, you know, I never graded or co collected these questions. I never made kids share out loud anything they wrote. Um, but their behavior changed because by answering the questions, they learned something about themselves and it was eye-opening enough that they were like, yeah, why do I do that? I don't know why I do that. I should stop doing that. And um, so I think values the piece. And, and a lot of kids don't, you know, they worry about, yeah, 
I definitely want you all to follow your passion. I definitely do. But you also, if you're going to be doing that, if you're throwing your whole heart, soul, energy, time investment, if you're doing all of that, how do you serve others while you're doing it? That's, that's what the world needs from you, right? That's what you need from you. That's the fulfilling path versus, oh, I'm taking this because it good, looks good on an application. Yeah, like um, uh, this is sort of about what you just talked about at the end. Like obviously, you know, I know what I want to do. I want to do like some sort of intersection between biology and engineering. Um, but then like I, what I'm also passionate about, like and the question you asked was like, what do you think about when like someone's not forcing you to be thinking about something else? And for me, that's like music. I really like playing guitar and like I've found a way to like sort of express that and also be of service to other people. And that like I started a band with like some of my friends. Right. And like I am the guitarist in there and then we perform a lot like we go out busking. We also we perform at restaurants sometimes. Right. And we're bringing people happiness. And like probably the most um, important one that we did is that we went to uh, went to school and we played in front of a, a group of um, young children that have ASD or autism and music brings a lot of like children with autism a lot of joy so like it was really like uh, it was really nice to be like to be helping them out because they were so happy when we were playing music for them so like I obviously have what I'm like what I want to do in the future but I also have something I'm passionate about and like, be able to find a way to be or to a a way to like bring that happiness to other people all right you know what i love that story and i'll tell you what this is something a lot of people don't know music and science are on the same side of the brain like people think those are on the two different hemispheres of the brain and they're not they're on the same side of the brain because they both are about um, solving problems creating right and and i'm hearing you oh i love biology and i love this uh, technology piece and I love music. Well, is there any reason why you couldn't create some sort of uh, technological device that considers people's brainwaves, that calms people who have things like anxiety or PTSD or learning dif difficulties or developmental difficulties there's no reason we know the music is so helpful for those things and why couldn't you incorporate that along with knowing what you'll learn about biology and incorporating it into a, a device that could be used to help people like i see that as a like right there there's your three circles there's your venn diagram right you're passionate about playing guitar you've got a skill set for science and how does that serve people boom like you help people through music and it, you know, yes. Can you help people in a restaurant enjoy their meal because you're providing music? You absolutely can. Can you help more people because this device helps children who have trouble focusing and learning by taking in their brainwaves and putting the correct music along with it? Yes. Like that's a science. That right there is surface service to the world that's that's greatly needed yeah and i think that kind of gives people a good perspective on how there's a lot of different combinations that 
on the surface, like they seem they have no relation to each other, you know, music, technology, and then people with disabilities. But when you actually look at the intersection of them, there's a lot more to uncover. And we're actually kind of uh, winding down on this podcast. It was a really excellent podcast uh, because uh, it, it was a lot of stuff for us to relate to compared to, you know, some of the venture capitalist, private equity, like business, more business based podcasts we've done. Uh, so we wanted to ask one final question. And this is like the question we ask all of the guests that come on our podcast. And that's the tips question. So you've obviously already given a lot of advice, you know, on high schoolers to find like how to find their passion, investing time in things that they actually enjoy and like believe in instead of just doing it for some other random reason. So if you could give any other tips to the high schoolers on, you know, pretty much anything that you believe is like super sound life advice, that'd be great. All right. Um, I think if I had to close with one piece of advice, I would say um, that once once you know what you're passionate about, and if you don't know, try everything. Right? Don't be embarrassed. Don't listen to people who are like, "Oh, don't waste your time in that club," or make fun of you for trying something. You know, ignore all that. And once you find what you love, it's really about consistency. Because anybody who has gotten anywhere has started with doing it a little bit at a time. And it's it's like, uh, you know, life's like this real long journey, right? And it's, you're gonna go a thousand miles. You can't see a thousand miles from here, but when you walk a hundred yards, you can now see farther than you could when you were back a hundred yards ago. And then when you walk another hundred yards, you can see further and you can see further, but unless you keep at it and keep consistently putting in the effort, um, you're not going to get there. And, and I, there's a lot of people who they're like, okay, well, I learned what I learned. I finished college. Uh, got my degree, got this job, and they say things like, you know, oh, I'll never read another book. I've heard adults say that. I'm never going to read another book after college. Oh my gosh, I just couldn't stand reading. I'm not going to read anymore. And they stay in that same job to the point of great dissatisfaction because they stop their journey before they get the thousand miles because rather than make the effort of going further by consistently getting better and working at it, they stay where they are and the world gets very small. That was some really sound advice. So uh, thank you, Ms. Larson, for coming on the podcast. Uh, as I mentioned, it was super engaging as we could relate to a lot of the topics regarding education uh and to our listeners make sure to check out future episodes we're getting a couple famous viral tiktokers to come on and talk about their experiences with the app and we're also uh getting on jack atkins who is an actor and has acted in multiple netflix shows so thank you all and see you next time awesome thanks you guys really appreciate you having me on
That's our show for today. Now roll the credits. High School Not So Much a Musical is hosted by Ayush Agarwal, Nitin Jaladanki, and Rishi Sinha. Narration by Samhit Kadala. Music from Louis Luang Relaxation Cafe, Tune Pocket, and Infraction. If you like the show, please recommend it to your friends and family. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.